0: medicine with rob bennett and michigan primary care partners of big rapids on wbrn we're back with segment two of talk medicine with dr harpreet singh from michigan primary care partners in big rapids michiganprimarycarepartners.com i'm rob bennett this is news radio wbrn sponsored by metron of big rapids caring for people one person at a time and we're talking about kidney stones this week. And with this segment, we'd like to start off with what causes kidney stones. So
1: um, there are numerous reasons why the kidney stones can happen. The most important is if you have more calcium in the urine, which is called also called as hypercalciuria. This condition kind of runs in the families. So you know when it runs in the families, you know you have to start thinking of the other family members are also involved in this if one of the family members has uh, calcium stones and the analysis has been done so you start thinking of will the other family members get you know uh, should we uh, stop drinking or st- uh, stop uh, drinking those food products or, or eating those food products which will h- hasten the process of stones so number one high calcium hypercalciuria number 2 as i mentioned family history of kidney stones number 3 cystic kidney disease so now some uh, some people will have the cyst in the kidneys okay they have more propensity for getting the kidney stones so always remember if the patient is coming with or or the peop- or the listener patient is coming with the complaints of a flank pain and we do an ultrasound and found a cyst in the kidneys don't ignore it Okay, mm-hmm. you start asking questions from your family uh, that uh, anybody in the family have cyst or anybody in the family having kidney stones, very, very important.
0: And when you say in, in the family, you mean immediate family, immediate, Yeah, brother, yeah. sister, just, uh, mother, father. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh,
1: you know, otherwise you have to go to ancestry.com. I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, a uh, good check i okay. Then hyper parathyroidism. So There are four small little glands in the back of thyroid gland in the neck. These hormones, uh, uh, these glands secrete parathyroid hormone, okay, parathyroid hormone. And whenever you have a dysfunction in the parathyroid hormone or there is uh, too much of parathyroid hormone in the blood, it will take the calcium out from the bones and the calcium will be going in the blood okay Mm -hmm. so the easy way i remember is parathyroid hormone is also a phosphate trashing hormone it trashes the phosphate into the kidneys and when it trashes the phosphate the calcium levels go up and the calcium level the calcium level goes up the chances of calcium stones is high so that's how i remember then uh, there is a condition in the kidneys uh, again You know, I don't know whether our listeners will, uh, you know, want to know the name of this, but it is important to complete the list. It's called as renal tubular acidosis. In this condition, basically, um, when the kidneys fail to excrete acids into the urine, which causes the patient's blood to remain acidic. So, renal tubular acidosis in this condition, the acid in the urine is not there. Acid sticks around in the blood. Okay, mm-hmm. that can cause. Then there's a condition called as cystinuria. There's a, now this condition also runs in the families and very very important to discuss family history of stones. Then there is a hyperoxaluria, the large amount of oxalate is uh, is excreted out. Then hyperuricosuria, uric acid problems. Patient who have gout. They can have problems. And then um, blockage in the urine tract and chronic inflammation of the bowel and then history of GI tract surgery. So the most important out of this Mm mumbo-jumbo of all this, uh, you know, (laughs) things is this. So very, very important concept of bypass surgery. Okay, very, very important concept of bypass surgery. Um, You know, I think the listeners will enjoy that concept more. Let me just... uh, um, Okay, so bypass surgery, there's, um, um, so what happens in a bypass surgery if, or if a patient has, let's say, Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis? Mm-hmm. And uh, so you have to imagine that uh, in the, our alimentary canal, in our gastrointestinal tract, I'm going very slow. It is a difficult concept to understand, but I will try to make it very simple. So we take calcium pills, okay? We Mm -hmm. take calcium pills. These calcium pills will absorb the oxalate, okay? There are types of oxalate stones. These calcium will absorb the oxalate and it will pass in the poop. But if there is an inflammation in the GI tract or the gastrointestinal tract, let's say ulcerative colitis, what happens is this oxalate will quickly go into your blood, okay, mm-hmm. and not get abs- not get attached to the calcium in the GI tract. When it goes into the blood, this oxalate combines with the calcium, and these form the calcium oxalate stones in the kidneys. That's why patients who have oxalate stones we usually tell them, or patients who have ulcerative or, you know, patients who have inflammation of the belly, we tell them, eat calcium. And the patient will say, I have a calcium stone. You're asking me to take calcium?
0: <laughs> so yeah. the
1: concept behind it is we want to keep that oxalate in the intestine rather than it swings into the blood. Mm-hmm. It should not go into the blood. We should keep that. And, you know... Very interesting concept, but um, I like that. Then other uh, the increased risk for kidney stones are people who are taking some medications. The most important medication is the HIV medication, Indenavir. And, you know, it's stones can happen with that. And the other medication is diuretic. Then some calcium-based antacids. Now, I'm putting a little swing over here, a little different. So remember... In oxalate stones, have calcium. In other stones, no calcium. So we have to get the analysis done. Mm -hmm. So then anti-seizure medication, Topamax, can also cause that. Uh, So, you know, that is how I um, say, let me see if I have left anything else. But I think I covered um, hypercalciuria, hypostateuria. Yes, I covered everything over
0: here. For the causes of, of kidney, kidney stones, stones yeah. and then now now there are different types of stones. You mentioned a couple, but there's there's different types of kidney stones.
1: stones yeah. So calcium stones, uric acid stones, and uh, then uh, the struvite stones, and then there are cysteine stones, and um, there is one. Then there are phosph- uh, um, the cysteine stones, uric acid stones. Struvite stones, and the, the popular ones, the 80%, which is calcium oxalate and calcium phosphate mm-hmm. stones. So that is the type of stones. And what is a, what does a kidney stone even look like? So, you know, the kidney stones, uh, it looks like a stone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, okay. <laughs> so, again,
1: I cannot show the pictures uh, of the kidney stones. You know, we can go to Dr. Google and pull the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah,
0: images. But I mean, is kidney stones, is it something like that? Like, you know, sometimes uh, I know if, if, Somebody gets a tooth pulled. They might keep the tooth. Is it something? Can people keep the kidney stones yeah, if they? Yeah. The, yeah. As, do as, people do that
1: as a souvenir? Yeah. Do they do that? Yeah. Probably. They, you well, know. Then the tooth fairy will come. Like as... to make
0: a pair of maracas or something. You know, <laughs> okay, you I can. don't know about that. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are. I don't funny. know. Well, it just depends on how many kidney stones you had. You'd have to have a couple of them in there to make make maracas work. No,
1: again, it all depends on if you are a hyper saturating. The kidneys, it uh, it will become bigger and bigger, and the you know the the struvite stones, uh, the special type of stones which happens in the infection which is caused by Klebsiella and Proteus, they are kind of a stag horn. They are humongous stones. It kind of it's like a glove. It will take the shape of the your renal pelvis or the kidney pelvis, mm-hmm. and it, they are called a staghorn calculus, and they are humongous because. Not only they can have store infection in this, and it can uh, cause a big-time obstruction also because uh, they are big. And uh, let me show you a picture of, uh, uh, you will appreciate it even better. So this is a stroite, uh crystals. Um, it's a double-edged, like, uh, you know, co- and they call us co- ma- uh, coffin lid magnesium. So it's very interesting, you know. Yeah, yeah it's They very... look like
0: moon rocks. Oh, really? <laughs> so, again, well, you... only only much much smaller <laughs> on, a, on a on a much smaller scale. That's what they are. Um, what are the symptoms of kidney stones? I know we've mentioned a couple of different things, but what, what when when someone gets and, and and let me add to that: is there a test? that you can do if somebody is going to be uh, predisposed to kidney stones? Can you do a test before they have them, or is it something you have to wait until you have them before you can get anything taken care of?
1: Look, you know, again, as you, uh, the symptoms are basically uh, the pain is the number one, and if you have infections, uh, urine tract infection again and again, you can have the special steroid stones. So that thing has to be ruled out. And the the patients uh, who have uh, stones once, they can have the stone some of the time also. Mm-hmm. So that needs to be ruled out. So, you know, basically, um, you know, symptoms can be pain, as we talked about the cramp-like pain is there. And uh, various presentations can happen. Usually we ask the patients who with kidney stones, they will know what's going on. They will right. come. They and will especially
0: come. if they've had the pain before, I'm sure it's something that they'll realize. But it can be something in your back. It could be something in your side. It could be something even in the front. Yes. Uh, it, it can be any of them or all of the above, right? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the clinical manifestations are so classic of the kidney stones that you cannot go wrong in the diagnosis because... The patients will come not only sometimes the patients will have pain and sometimes they will have blood in the because mm-hmm. you, their jagged edges uh, can cause the bleeding to happen sometimes it's gross blood and sometimes it's a microscopic blood and uh, this does not mean that if you don't have blood in the urine you don't have the stones sometimes it's microscopic small amount and the and the classic thing is, you know it is on one side the pain is one side and you have a blood and here you go we have the answer then the other symptoms patients can have nausea vomiting burning sensation patient you know some patients will say i have an urgency to go to the bathroom and run and the 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 classic is when you have burning sensation and urgency the stones are basically located at that at the bottom part of the ureter. Mm -hmm. And that's a very classic symptom for that. So, you know, again, uh, patients can present in any ways, but uh, the pain, blood, uh, you know, again, um, nausea, vomiting, burning sensation, if there is an infection, fever, or chills can happen. If there is an obstruction because of the huge stone, the complications can be uh, kidney failure. And if there's a stone obstructing in the ureters, it can cause post-renal kidney failure or post-kidney renal failure or, you know, it's called as called a uh, pre-renal, renal, and post-renal failure. That means the pressure is going back into those funnels which we have described and causes a lot of pressure over and there. And that can't
0: be good. Obviously, that cannot be good. <laughs> you know. That's not uh, a b- good thing.
1: Because if you have a kidney failure due to stones, then what is the treatment for that you know it is it, it can be devast you know patients have kidney failure you need to relieve the pressure sometimes the doctor has to go in and put a little tube in to relieve the pressure and the worst part is if there is an infection sitting you know below, uh, you know if there is an infection over there that is even worse and patients you know elderly folks can get confusion because the infection is sitting above that area, Mm -hmm. and that needs to be pulled out, there's a pus, I I had a patient, um, you know, when I was uh, in uh, Three Rivers Health, uh, you know, know, older, you know, lady came, and it was just, um, she had a urine tract infection, and she quickly became septic, and uh, what was happening was she had a humongous stone, the steroid stone, as I was mentioning, the Mm -hmm. infection one, and uh, huge stone and it caused not only the back pressure and the kidney f- it ha- the kidney failure happened and not only that her potassium got deranged and when the potassium got deranged uh, she had an irregular rhythm mm-hmm. and uh, you know we had to intubate and all the kind of stuff so you know it can quickly become dangerous if it is not uh, taken control uh, if, if it is not, we have to listen to the patient if they are com- complaining of pain don't ignore it mm-hmm. especially elderly folks who are confused and have dementia they can have a big problem with now
0: that. that was going to ask you with the infection it doesn't necessarily go every time with a kidney stone you can have kidney stones without without infection, infection. Right? yes absolutely
1: yeah. without infection
0: and you can have uh, sometimes if you have both that's when you really want to get it treated treated yeah, yeah.
1: you have to treat it you have to get treatment anyways but when there's infection then antibiotics mm-hmm. and then various type of urinary tract infections which we discussed last time mm-hmm. can be there also
0: all um, right well that wraps up segment 2 we'll be back with segment 3 on talk medicine with dr harpreet singh from michigan primary care partners in big rapids michiganprimarycarepartners.com i'm rob bennett this is news radio wbrn sponsored by metron of big rapids caring for people one person at a time This is Talk Medicine with Rob Bennett and Michigan Primary Care Partners of Big Rapids on WBRN.